have you back with us. Another edition of Death Taxes and Duval alongside Hayes Carline. My name is Rick Ballou. Finally, the Jaguars snapped their 20-game win streak. And the result is a big win and then a bye to get ready now for the long trip to Seattle. First things first, let's thank our sponsors. Let's begin with uh, Patriot Roofing Service Incorporated and Mark Tuzolo. Good buddy of mine. Give him a phone call if you need uh, you know, new roofing, whether it's roofing repairs. It really doesn't matter what it is. They are your one stop. It's a local call, 982-4052. That is Patriot Roofing Services, 982-4052. Hayes, Carline, I know you want to thank uh, as well our good friend Stephen Doty. Yeah, our good buddy Stephen Doty, the law office of Stephen Doty. You can go to Stephen for anything, bankruptcy, family law. He can help you with any of it. COVID hospitalizations are out of control right now. We know how costly that can be. Uh, Stephen can help you get relief from that kind of debt. Uh, You can reach him at 416-8328, the law office of Stephen Doty. Give him a call. Can Stephen play some slot for us, you know, for the Jaguars, maybe some safety? He's pretty wily. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... I think he could do it. I think he could do it at a high level. He he certainly has better hands than uh, Dan Arnold had the other day. Yeah, and listen, I uh, let's not start on a negative here because the Jags exactly. finally yeah, went out and won a game. But, you know, even though that defense gave up a ton of yards, I think it was 432, it was really the definition of bend but do not break. I mean, they still only allowed 20 points in this game. They came in allowing nearly 31. So instead of touchdowns, you were forcing field goals. And if you look at it, statistically speaking, it was awful, but it was good enough to get the first win, you know, in a very long time. Yeah, and and what a great feeling. I mean, just in, in Rick, I've heard you say this, and and I totally agree. I mean, it's, it's great for the players. It's great for the coaches. But, man, it's so great for these fans to just have uh, an opportunity to celebrate why you're an NFL fan because of how much you love seeing your team get a big victory. And it, it had been far too long. Um, I am now curious to see what this does for them uh, moving forward out of the bye week. But, uh, yeah, just it was it was tremendous. You could see it in the, the celebration that the team had on the field and in the locker room and um you know it's uh it was well deserved uh but particularly for this fan base that continues to stick by a franchise that is you know let it down uh you know much too often but hopefully now we've we've put the first brick in the Trevor Lawrence Foundation of Excellence and uh, more bricks will be coming as this season plays out. You know, what's really cool about this is we all know how successful Trevor Lawrence has been in high school and in college. I want to say he was 33-2 and or 34-2 and in college. And I looked it up during the radio broadcast this past Sunday. His only come-from-behind win was a couple of years ago in the semifinals. They were down 16 to nothing in a game to Ohio State, and they came back and they won it. You look at what happened Sunday. You're down 7 nothing, 13-3, 2017. There is some confusion and, again, some questions about what are they doing as far as some play calling, going, going for it on fourth down, etc. But you, when you needed it most, he led this football team to a game-tying field goal with a possession and then a game-winning field goal with a possession. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence just continues to be uh, everything that I think we all hoped he would be. I mean, he's just so calm and collected. And even when things don't go right, when there are drop passes, and there were three big ones uh, the other day, 
you know, he gets, he fumbles because he gets sacked from the blind side. You know, the, he always just, the body language is perfect. He doesn't get frustrated. He picks guys up off the field and he just executes at such a high level considering what I believe is, is a glaring lack of talent around him. Um, but to go 25 of 41 for 319, a touchdown, no picks, 93.4 passer rating. To do that, you know, playing internationally for the first time uh, and, and to direct that drive to your point to, uh, you know, set up those points at the end there. It just, he's just fantastic. I mean, again, we, we've said it. He's the one thing that really should be holding them back is being a rookie quarterback thrust into having to start right out of the gate. Uh, he's, he's one of the best things on the team. And, and James Robinson uh, continues to deliver, and it was really good to see him get 56 snaps to Carlos Hyde's nine in this game. I don't know if that's sustainable, uh, but it was good to see that James Robinson really got the, the lion's share of the work. It was the best performance of the year as well for Trevor Lawrence, you know, facing a lot of pressure. He did have a fumble. He was sacked a couple of times. Uh, but according to Pro Football Focus, he was pressured 21 times and, and really did a magnificent job getting out of pressure, throwing for well over uh, 100 yards, and actually uh, a touchdown as well, where previously in the first five games, if you look at every time he was pressured, he threw three picks, didn't throw a touchdown. So he had escape ability. He had eyes in the back of his head outside of that one play, and he had the forethought of a veteran, not a kid in his sixth game. It was really impressive to witness this past weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, I, I now am curious to see where does it go from here? In, in your opinion, Rick, what now? I mean, they now go to Seattle uh, without Russell Wilson. Uh, you know, what what kind of momentum, what, what will they do with this uh, victory? Yeah, it's going to be fascinating because I'm sure you did it as well on, on your show, but I went through the schedule and I went most difficult to what I thought was easiest. And I put at Seattle as the number one most difficult game back in the preseason. I had home here against Buffalo 2. Then I had going up to L.A. 3, Tennessee 4. I just figured the very long trip and, you know, just how difficult it is to play out there. But as you pointed out, Russell Wilson is out. They can't stop anyone on defense. Now they get a short week when Jacksonville gets an opportunity to get healthy and heal some of these bumps and bruises. They also get extra time to install their game plan against Seattle, who has the short week in what will be a very physical game against New Orleans. So everything all of a sudden is really favoring Jacksonville, but I, I still believe at this point they got to prove they can, they can go out on the road and win a football game. Wouldn't it be something if they win a game in London mm-hmm. and then turn around and win a game in Seattle? Oh. That would have to set a record for most <laughs> time you know, changes set in, in the course of consecutive victories, and I didn't spit that out very well, but I think you, you get, my, uh, get my point there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would just be uh, unbelievable, and, and they'll, be a, they'll still be a substantial underdog. We know that. I mean, I'm not trying to sell that this is a team that you know, can win six or seven as much as we'd love to see that, but, but it just feels good to be in the position of being able to ask questions like that, of, now can does something I, I do believe this. I believe while they were 0 and five, I do believe they felt the 0 and twenty from Urban Meyer on down. And I don't think they really felt it early on when they got there and they got going in training camp. I think they kind of blocked out that they lost fifteen straight. 
But you lose those first five, five's bad enough in the NFL. But then, you know, when you factor in that, you know, there was 15 of these before, yeah. I do think it weighed on them. I think that that lifts a lot off of them. And I'm curious to see if, if, if now do you see a team that when the opportunity is there to make a play, it gets made, particularly on the defensive side. You know, thank goodness uh, Nevin Lawson finally uh, delivered. Yeah, and we saw some changes. Nevin Lawson, you know, not his best game ever, but, you know, certainly he held on to the football and was able to create a, a huge takeaway. Uh, we've talked a lot this year about Jacksonville going for it on fourth down, really three games in a row, Cincinnati, Tennessee, and in London against Miami, yet it was the Dolphins who went for it on their own 46, and for a second consecutive week, Josh Allen really steps up defensively and stuffs the run, is able to stop Malcolm Brown, and I, I know that's not getting as much attention as the, you know, the uh, the slider kill or some of the other things that happened to field goal. But what a great play there by Josh Allen! Yeah, that was, and and I like Joe Cullen moving him inside uh, and, and giving him the ability to do that. I mean, Josh Allen is uh, he's your chess piece, and he's a guy that you know needs to be. Uh, in the the most impactful place, uh, and and he really delivered there. It was great to see. It was an unbelievable defensive stand. And uh, again, they don't have a ton of talent on defense. Uh, and obviously, there have been moments where it's really looked bad. But uh, I think Joe Collin has done a nice job of of patching things together. And we know that there's a lot of work that'll be done in the off season on that side of the ball. And and you and I will certainly break that down, you know, a bunch between now and then. But you know, I I, I do think that you know they're they're playing as cohesive as they can, and, and you hope you get a little healthier in the bye. Tyson Campbell comes back, and hopefully he'll you know, start making some, some real progress. Um, you know, it's, there's some things to be excited about on that side of the ball. I think Miles Jack, you know, we'll, we'll, they'll have him for Seattle. Uh, but Josh Allen, we've talked about. He, he needs to become a star, and, uh, and, and that was certainly a star-making play. Yeah, and, you know, we saw some different things this past Sunday. It was the s- smallest amount of plays that Devon Hamilton's played all year. I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that Miami was, was basically spreading some things out. But we saw uh, the most snaps for young linebackers like Chappelle Russell and, and Shaq Quarterman, Rudy Ford, really got involved as uh, as one of the safeties. So some positives there. A negative, in my opinion, Hayes, would be the return of Roy Robertson-Harris. I was shocked when I actually read that he played 38 snaps. Uh, he was on a milk carton as far as I was concerned. Yeah, and Urban Meyer was pretty up front. You know, he's, he's been obviously very, uh, you know, I, I think he's been very easy maybe on on player criticism uh particularly once he got in season he was he was brilliant about you know his comments about dj chark back in training camp about his offseason uh you know kind of what he wanted to see out of chark in terms of becoming more physical but he's really been fairly reserved on on player criticism uh, i i thought you know he he said it the other day on on his show i mean he, but they need to get more out of him, and they absolutely do i mean he he's somebody that I'm a little concerned about because in training camp, you know, we watch obviously those one on ones and that's that's I mean, that that's the essence of training camp right there is, is to me that's those are the moments that, that you know really get you excited about the season when it's uh you know, defensive lineman versus offensive lineman and, and he just never looked good in that drill. I mm-hmm. mean just all at training camp. It just for a guy that big 
he just didn't look like a, a real force. And, uh, and, and unfortunately I think it's translating over it. You know, it's, it's probably too early to say, you know, that that's going to, you know, be another one of those free agent mistakes, but so far you're not seeing a whole lot out of uh, Robertson Harris and, and that's concerning. All right. Let's, um, you know, let's wrap it up with what we believe will begin to start happening next week uh, against Seattle. Again, the bye comes a little early. They've played six. They have 11 games uh, remaining. Uh, there continues to be more talk about Andre Sisco, and it really feels like it's getting closer. You had a couple of snaps on Sunday. Um, that's one thing that, that certainly I'm going to keep my eyes on. Second consecutive week, Hayes. More burn for Jamal Agnew and more production from Jamal Agnew. Um, Dan Arnold had the costly uh, fumble a week ago. He had the drop yesterday, but still, I I think he's just trying to. I think he's trying to do too much. He's trying to make a play. I still feel good about him. Uh, just give me your thoughts on a couple of guys, uh, whether it's any of them or anyone else that that you think can uh, possibly take a step forward beginning in Seattle. Yeah, well, I like all three of those suggestions. I think Agnew, I, he's got, what, 12 catches now? I think he could be a guy that by the end of the year, he's over 40 catches, which for a guy that was playing defensive back up until about two years ago, uh, that'd be a phenomenal accomplishment. Uh, you know, and so I, I agree. I think you're seeing some some really good strides. Dan Arnold, yeah, I, the fumble was really tough because that was one of those things that if it's ruled incomplete, it would have been incomplete. That was, a, that was the ultimate bang-bang play. He needs to catch the ball last week. He, he obviously... I uh, was, you know, caught looking at the end zone. He, he could have scored had he caught the ball. So, you know, hopefully that doesn't become a habit. But I, I do like what they have there. And, and yeah, it's it's time to see Cisco. Uh, it, they've they've made a mistake on that pick. If if he can't beat Andrew Wingard out by, you know, coming out of the bye week. So yeah, I think all those are uh, are good. I'm I'm curious about Shaq Quarterman. You know, can we see, you know, anything there? Uh, in in you know, once we get post by. Uh, does anything stand out about him? Uh, you know, but you know, that's the thing about the NFL. You just, you sort of have who you have. I mean, it's not like college where you can start, you know, playing a bunch of the freshmen. I mean, you, you kind of have your, your 53 guys. So, um, you know, I, I, you know, Will Richardson maybe is a guy, you know, that I'm curious to see, you know, what can he do if he gets a little bit more? Cause I think, you know, we anticipate a lot of turnover along that offensive line this off season. So what what do they have there? Uh, but yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head in terms of the guys that, that are going to be probably given a chance to really make a big time impact. All right, he's Hayes Carline. He's our beat reporter. He's on each and every day, three to six. My name's Rick Bogu, the Jaguar sideline reporter. I come on at six o'clock. Hayes, how do the listeners get a hold of you? Yeah, please uh, reach out to me on Twitter at Hayes Carline. And you can get a hold of Blue. Just go to Blue1010XL. Let's uh, thank our sponsors, beginning with Stephen Doty. Yeah, appreciate Stephen Doty. Big Jaguars fan. Uh, he can help you in bankruptcy, family law. If you went through a divorce, want to get it amended, Stephen's a great resource for that. But also eviction, foreclosure, credit card debt, medical debt. Uh, he can help you get uh, the, the information you need in terms of bankruptcy and can help you find relief if, if that's the best option for you. Give Stephen Doty a call. Uh, his number is 416-8328. Again, the law office of Stephen Doty, 416-8328. All right, great stuff there. Also, Mark Tizzolo with Patriot Roofing Services Incorporated. Toll-free call here in town, 982-4052. 
state licensed and insured, regardless if it's uh, residential or commercial. When it comes to your roof, uh, metal roofing, roofing repairs, anything that you need done, and this includes financing, which is available, just give Mark Tizzolo a phone call today at Patriot Roofing. That is 982-4052. Hayes, have a great rest of the week. We'll do it again soon, and uh, enjoy the bye. Sounds great, Rick. Our first uh, victory, death taxes in Duval. I liked it. Yes, one that will be coined uh, forever, perhaps. We shall see. Folks, have a great week. Again, hit us with your comments, and we will talk with you next time right here on Deck Access and Duval.